Single Simulcast is about a lot of things. This podcast may make you laugh, cry, or pound your fists into your desk. If you hear something you like or something you don't, email us at singlesimulcast at gmail.com. One. Single. Simulcast. Single simulcast, no idea what episode it is. It doesn't really fucking matter. Fuck it. Shantae, this is your show. Oh, okay. When you say, I want to record, this is your show. This is this is your platform. This is your space. This is your time. So if you are running late, you can't run late on your own show. Okay. I'm just your co-host that talks a lot. I'm like your <laughs> hype man. I'm your flavor Flav. Okay. I'm your I'm your conduit into the no, I can't even say that because y'all get way wilder and more ratchet than I can ever expect. And I'm just like, how the fuck do we get here? I'm just here. You're the you're the wind beneath my wings. Nigga, if you ever (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh no! What was her? What's her name? Um, don't tell me. Oh my God! I'm going. I'm so. My mind is so. I know who you're talking about. I know her. She was in Beaches. That's a song from Beaches. Yeah. And that's the crazy yeah. thing about how my mind works right now. I can remember. So. Imagine a pizza, fully cooked, and then cut a little circle out of the very middle of it. <laughs> Okay. my mind is like that pizza i can remember every part of that mm. pizza except for that little piece in the middle bet midler there you go and then it just pops up i don't know I, i'm getting old that's why i wanted to retire before people could see me drift off into just forgetting everybody and everything i ever loved but yes bet midler sang that song and you can go fuck yourself madam <laughs> <laughs> wow Why, why did I hear that last? Somebody used to sing that shit sarcastically. Oh, oh, okay. Man, it wasn't a bad thing. It was just like, so to know me is to know my wife. To know my wife is to know that she and I together form a really giant asshole. Um, <laughs> and so we used to tell folks that, like, did you ever know that you're my hero? When they did like some fucked up shit also. Oh, Okay. Okay, now it's all making sense now. It all comes together. Also, one of the things that I do now, so if you ever hear me say this, just know that the answer is really no. Um, There's a show that used to come on. It's not coming on anymore. They have a spinoff of it, um, The Good Wife. Hmm. And on The Good Wife, the lead character was taught when she was running for office, she was taught by her campaign manager that instead of telling people no, uh-huh. To just tell them, I'll give that all the consideration it deserves. <laughs> Instead of telling them just straight up to go fuck themselves, I will give this all the consideration it deserves. And people will think that you're just saying the nice thing you're really giving their idea credence and all that kind of stuff. And what you're really saying is, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to really not think about that as soon as you leave my presence. I tell my kids something similar. It doesn't always mean no. But like if they have a suggestion 
like, oh, mom, will you get this thing from the grocery store? Will you order this thing? Whatever. I say, I will take it under advisement. Love it. That's what I, that's what I say. Love it. And that means you have a literal 23% chance of me doing what you need me to do. Yeah. It's just like, I need you to leave me alone. I've heard what you said. Thank you. I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the bathroom. You're asking me if I can go to the store and get you something. <laughs> get the fuck out. Oh my God. So how have you been? I know it's been a rough ass week. We just did an unburdened yesterday. So I'm, yeah, I'm clean, but how are you? I mean, outside of I mean I am like kind of I'm okay that's really that's really the best way to put it is just is just I'm okay I am like venturing indoors to -hmm. places like the like I went to Home Depot uh, with my husband and went into Walgreens and stuff and trying to get myself back kind of going places that I normally would have went and places that really just aren't dangerous Mm -hmm. you know and everything and trying to move you know out of that whole the hyper vigilance and everything that I you know that basically acquired because of the the pandemic and yet at the same time I there's part of me that still doesn't want to go back to places because you see people who you know, they're, they're not wearing their mask or they're pulling it down or it's just like, oh, get away from me. You just, I want to go back home like, where it's safe. Why are you pulling your mask down to hear somebody? What exactly, where does that work? Like, hey, hey, can you tell me where this is located at? And then they just pull their mask down and do this. Like, why are your mask isn't covering your ears? Why are you, the only thing that I can say that I've seen that I was like, I understand somebody had to sneeze Mm. so they pulled their mask down they put their handkerchief like they had their handkerchief in their hand already mask Mm. down handkerchief to nose sneeze into their handkerchief put the mask back up one motion because i sneezed in my mask before for the culture and that shit is shitty yeah it's i mean at least they had a handkerchief because the other, you know, because if you don't have anything, it's kind of just like, you, yeah. unfortunately, you need to take the L. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it kind of keeps yeah. it moving. You ain't just going to be putting it out there in the air like it's weed smoke. Like if I see them particles, I'm snitching. I'm I'm going straight to the manager. Um, I I have seen enough Karens and know how to summon them. Um, and I will raise quite a hissy fit. I'm miffed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you got the vaccine already though right yes i got the second dose almost two weeks ago i think i think tomorrow will be the 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 two week you know yeah cut off or whatever you know being fully vaccinated but yeah i got it yeah i got the second dose of the moderna two weeks ago and um how to make you feel did it lay you out or were you okay the second dose, I, I know that for Nisha, it laid her low for like a day and a half to two days. Yeah, it it knocked, it knocked me down. It not, I think it knocked my husband down more. Like he felt it uh, that night. Mm. That night. I didn't feel it until... Wait, y'all got it on the same day? 
Yeah, we got it. Yes, mm. we got. I mean, we got it the same. We got it the same day, both times. You know, Y'all both doses. Brave, but, brave. Right. Well, that was, but that, but we also made a point to get it on a Friday. Mm. We made a point to get it on a Friday, and then you know, my son, he's uh, he's thirteen, so mm-hmm. he can like handle work the microwave, and, yeah. and you know, we we told him it's like, look, if we feel bad you know, we're probably not going to eat out over the weekend or, you know, we may need you to do something for your sister, you know, if we can't do it or if we feel too bad or whatever, you know, just, and he was cool with it. And, you know, at most it would be like, you know, getting her something to drink, yeah, you know, getting her a snack or, you know, shit like that. I'm laughing because I'm thinking of that part in Avengers, um, not Endgame, but Infinity War, where... Uh, they're stuck out in space and Tony Stark <laughs> says to Peter Parker, okay, fine, you're an Avenger. And Peter Parker just looks all proud and shit. I just imagine <laughs> Alex, the music just played this head like, I run shit now. Probably. Not not really though. He was probably just like, ooh, I can get on the TV and nobody's going to tell me to get off the TV. Also, And I can play, you know, I can kind of play my Switch unencumbered. Mm-hmm. by the adults in the house and everything and it was you know what we came you know we got the vaccine on friday felt bad saturday felt better sunday and we came to the conclusion that what it felt like was a hangover that's oh, okay. that's really what it that's what it felt like to us we didn't you know we obviously we had a fever and everything but what it like the headache and just the kind of fatigue it felt like a hangover so okay. it wasn't like it didn't it didn't knock us down and I guess the worst kind of way, because I've seen, I've heard of people like they were throwing up, they were, you know, really couldn't get out of bed, couldn't do anything. And it, it, it just felt like a hangover. It just felt like really inconvenient. Okay. I would say that Nisha was in between those two. She had a really bad headache and mm-hmm. she was so hot that she was radiating heat um, and was sore. She couldn't get out of bed, but she wasn't mm-hmm. throwing up and, um, if I'm too scared to ask her if she would compare it to a hangover. Like, I think that her eyes would roll up in the back of her head <laughs> and she'd be like, just because you didn't go through it because I didn't get anything. Like, I just walked through. Oh, wow. Like, I just I just walked through where the rain wasn't. I did not get wet at all. And she was like, yeah, we're not allowed to talk about that anymore. Um, because she had bought all the juices and stuff from, because, you know, we we're Black. You get sick, you want juice. <laughs> That's the sure. only <laughs> and I have literally equated that to when you were a kid. Well, when I was a kid, the only time I got juice, like not water, not Kool-Aid, but apple juice was either when I was sick or in Sunday school. Oh, wow. And okay. so now I equate sickness with juice. Like, hey, I'm, I think I'm <laughs> sick. Can I get some juice? Give me the apple juice. It's going to be my whole container. I'm going to drink out of it so y'all can't have none. Um, and so I bought her juice. I bought her orange juice and pineapple juice and apple juice. And she laid in bed for, like I said, a, a, maybe, I think it was two days. Think maybe a day and a half. Maybe she was just milking it the second day. I don't bloody know. She was <laughs> hot though. She was so hot that I slept downstairs because she was rolling oh, all wow. over the bed and radiating heat. So I slept downstairs to give her that space. Plus, I didn't want to catch what she was throwing off. Um, 
because at that point in time, it was like, what if it's really something? What if it's really a trick to kill the black man? <laughs> so I was like, I'll, I'll give you time to yourself. She got over it and she was like, I can't wait for you to get the vaccine. And I was like, <clears throat> um, me either. Don't make fun of me when I get the vaccine. She was like, why? You made fun of me the whole time. I was like, well, you were whining because I gave you a sandwich with crust on it. Like, that's just childish. So, um, yeah, I got the vaccine and I took three Motrins because that's how much I usually take. I took three Motrins like 30 minutes after I got home and felt nothing. And so I figured that the three Motrin or what were keeping the illness at bay. So sure. when eight hours passed, I took three more Motrin and I didn't feel anything. Um, and then I woke up the m- next morning and I didn't feel anything. So I took three more Motrin and I'm still taking Motrin because I don't know when this shit's supposed to start kicking in. And I'm just like, yo, I better <laughs> ward it off as long as I can. Um, but seriously, Nisha was like, wow, you, you're, it was so, nothing happened to me that I feel like they gave me a placebo. Like, I wonder sometimes in my most conspiracy theory mind, like, did I get the real shot? Right. I get like a tester shot that they just want people to, can some people survive off one shot? Do some people need two shots? And you can tell if you got the second shot because you get sick and find out 20 years from now that some shit was actually going down, but I got my vaccine passport. So when I'm ready to go around, I can go. And since I have to be in the stores all the time, you know, to pick up food for clients and whatnot, I feel better having my vaccine than not having the vaccine. Sure. Um, but yeah, yours and my favorite rapper died a couple of days ago. Everybody's favorite rapper. The one who did Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, right. Who did X Gonna Give It To You? The guy who did two good albums in one year and then didn't do any more good albums. But I mean, he tried and he did good songs. Let me ask you a question. Sure. How many songs does it take to be a good album? Oh. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> to be a good album. So say it's a, most albums that I've heard or that I heard back in the day would have like 12 to 14 songs on them. Sure. Out of 14 songs, how many songs would it take that were good? I'm not talking about like bangers. I'm talking good songs like you won't skip them. All the time. You might skip them sometimes, but you ain't going to skip them 100% of the time. You listen to them like, say, 90% of the time, you'll let that song play. How many songs like wow. that have to be on an album for it to be a good album? Wow. Because I'm sitting here like, okay, so my first thought is like 10. Out of 14. Like, that's my, like, out of, like, you know, out of between. You know, like probably if it's on the high side, like if it's like 14, 13, 14 songs, okay. probably 10. You know, I will give you like two or three, you know, 
songs or mm-hmm. whatever. And then it could change depending on like rap albums and stuff. Cause you know, rap albums have like interludes depending on the inner, you know, depending on the type of rap album it is. Sometimes they have, you know, interludes and whatever. Mm-hmm. But then, but then I'm thinking of an album like uh, Lemonade, yeah. you know, by Beyonce. Mm-hmm. And I think like, when I think about what I want to listen to on Lemonade versus what's on the album, it's almost like Lemonade isn't a good album because I stop. I usually want to listen to up until Six Inch Heels. Well, I want to listen from Six Inch Heels to the beginning. And then after, I really don't care. Like, yeah. even though I know Love Drought is a good song, I don't like Sandcastles. I'm kind of meh on formation and freedom and daddy lessons and just the, the, the other songs on the album is just kind of like, oh, I don't, you know, those are not the songs that I turn on if I want to listen to that album. Mm-hmm. So my criteria almost makes Lemonade not a good album. I'm li- <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was thinking that. Like, that's what, I mean, as far as my criteria is concerned. However, I, (laughs) 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 like, wow, no, like, I'm thinking, no, because as soon as you said, what's a good album, how many songs, my first thought went to Lemonade, and it was like, oh, no, (laughs) oh, no. Stop that thought. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a. but outside of that, I do think you need, I think you need, you know, 60, 70% of the songs need to be good, need to be something that you want to listen to for the album to be good. It's quite, you know, I will give somebody a song that, you know, isn't worth listening to, okay. you know, is fine. Like, like, what is it? Like, I feel like there's a, there's plenty, oh, like fuck, I can't remember which album it is, but like with Kanye, uh, fucking drunken hot girls, you oh, know. God, like it's terrible. It's, it's, it's a, a terrible bad song. song. It's a terrible song. Holy but shit! I, think, I hate that song. <laughs> right, but at but at the same time, but I feel like there were other songs on on his. I feel like he gives you one of those songs, you know, especially like in the early, the er, you know, because that's what I listen to the early Kanye. Mm-hmm. Gives you at least one kind of, ugh, why'd you make that song? You know, kind of song on his album, you know, on his albums. But the albums are still good, you know, yeah. and, you know, that kind of thing. So, <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm sitting here while we're having this conversation. I'm thinking about one of my favorite albums of all time. Okay. Hybrid Theory by Linkin Park. Hmm. Hybrid theory has got me some of the dark through some of the darkest days of my life. Because the more that I listened to it, the more I realized that it was a, a CD about, see how I went from album to CD. Um, it was a CD about mental health. Um, mm-hmm. Songs like Crawling, where he's like, crawling in my skin, these wounds will not heal. And I just thought about like all of the gaslighting and how people like get over it these wounds will not heal I I just see things differently it's with some music Mm -hmm. but overall the album I would say I would be able to listen to every single day for such a long time and now I'm looking at it and there are 
12 songs on uh, Hybrid Theory. And that one's okay. I mean, I, I, I listen to it. I don't mind it. That one's One Step Paper Cut. I don't mind it. One Step Closer is a classic. Um, With You is good. Points of Authority is an anger song that I can scream at or scream along with and get that those feelings vented out of me. So it's good. Crawling, we all know, is mm-hmm. a classic. In the end, is a classic. Mm-hmm. Was that six songs? Was that five songs? Let me see. One, two, three, four. Five, which means that I don't. I, I out of out of twelve songs, there's five songs that I could say are absolute. Like I fuck with these songs, no matter when they come on, I'm right there with them. And I don't even listen to the second half of this album. Mm-hmm. That is crazy to me. I didn't even think about. I didn't know that. Like I did. I just blocked it out. <laughs> like in my mind, I'm just like, it's a six song album. What do you want from me? And I don't even listen to the last six songs of the album. And I'm calling it a classic. That is wild. I didn't mean to do that to you, Lincoln Park. But that's um, what makes it hard. But that's what makes it hard. I think to really critique music. Mm-hmm. and say what's classic what's good what's bad because all you can go off of is whether or not you felt something or you know gained something or you know whatever from what you were listening to and if and sometimes you know something is good but if you're not in the right place to receive it you don't get it and you just it's just like oh well, I don't really fuck with this Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I can't relate to this. You know, there's bound to be, you know, this is like back with Beyonce, you know, there's bound to be people who really, really fucked with, uh, what is it? Fucked with uh, B-Day. They might've really fucked with B-Day. They might've been like, yes, Freakum Dress, uh, uh, Get Me Bodied, all that kind of, you know, the stuff that she had on that album but then get to Lemonade where she's being more introspective yeah. about her relationship and everything. And that person who might've been like, yes, freaking dress, fuck that nigga, you know, kind of vibe that she was uh, on in some of the, in some of the songs on B-Day where she gets to that with, you know, where it's basically like, I still want to be with this dude who hurt me in uh with lemonade they might be like i can't even relate to this shit i don't you know i've never had a boyfriend or a husband or been with somebody long enough to feel just like i don't want to fucking listen to no fucking sandcastles girl i don't care you know (laughs) so it's it's that you know if you're if you're not in the right place you may not yeah you you might not receive something is or your 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 perspective is going to color whether or not something is dope or not but in your perspective, we're coming right back to you and Lemonade. Now that you've had that thought, mm-hmm. it's still a classic, though, right? To you, like it's. I think it's it's still like considering when you look at like everything that she did, like as far as like you know, here she is. It's like back to back visual album, mm-hmm. all the concepts that she's trying to put forth, 
and everything, it's still a good album. It's just an album that I only really fuck with the first half of it because I, I just didn't, you know, because one, it's because it, it's because she's singing about wanting to be back with fucking Jay-Z. I, I, I mean, that's really, you know what I'm saying? Because, because it's, it's not far-fetched for a woman to be with a man, get hurt by that man, and decide that she still wants to stay with him. It's not that fucking far-fetched. It's just, you know, it's just, this is kind of like some typical shit. It's a whole bunch of motherfuckers that's with somebody who somebody else might have, you know, bounced on, but they stay. It's mm-hmm. not that. But it's but it's still just like having to sit here and witness, having witnessed all the different uh, songs that she has talked about as long as she's been with Jay-Z that sound like betrayal, that sound like whatever. Mm-hmm. And and for Lemonade to kind of confirm the possibility that all those songs were real, that they weren't necessarily just like made up shit, just like, oh, she just kind of liked the beat. She kind of liked the song, but like she might not to confirm that she might have identified with all these different songs that she sung that sound like Betrayal. And then at the end of all this, you know, we got to sit here and listen to her, you know, talk about how much you want to be with this nigga it's just like okay girl I guess like I'm kind of over it you know it's like that friend you know you got a friend who keeps hanging out with a dude who you know ain't shit and at some point you kind of just gotta it's just like girl if you like it I love it but I just can't I'm just not gonna sit here like girl you need to either (laughs) my my, uh, (laughs) coach used to say you need to either shit or get off the pot like you keep talking about this stuff you're going through, but you keep going through it. You got to make a decision one way or the other. And I'm going to stand with you no matter what. Is that it? Is is that the, I mean, if not, I understand completely, but. Yeah, it's just like, you know what? That's it. I'm going to just keep fucking with like six inch heels and sorry and hold up and that stuff. That's what I like. The other stuff, eh, I'm okay. So um, I think that with, I think the last classic, like absolute every song on the album is one that I listened to all the way through. Those albums are few and far between, you know, and when you get an album like that, it's, it's, it's special. You know what I'm saying? I think the last album I had like that was, Erica Badu's Mama's Gun. Mm. Like every single song, I think. I'm, I'm really thinking about that now. Um, but Mama's Gun, I can, I just know when I sit down and turn it on, it's going to be a good hour and 15 minutes before I turn it back off because I'm not skipping a damn thing. And y'all best not come in there and ask Alexa to play something else. Um, but End to end, Jess, I'm going to drink this album. Maybe Little Brothers, um, newest album. It's just hard to find one like that. And that's why I was so impressive when DMX 
did it twice in the first year. Like, didn't do it where it was like end to end bangers, but it was like, yo, there's enough bops on here that I'm not skipping through anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I hope that his wife and kids have peace. I hope that his uh, hope everything's. I hope that he left them in a place where they're good as far as um monetarily mm-hmm. um, I don't wish anyone the pain of addiction um, because it's such a helpless feeling uh, when you know that you don't want to be associated with something but you can't let go um, and to think that you got away from it and to go back has to be so just debilitating and so heartbreaking. Like, I can't even fathom it. I can't. So I hope that he has the piece that he never got, you know, in long and big amounts, large amounts, big amounts, in large amounts when he was alive. Um. Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. Don't mean to jump from one thing to another thing, but um, I know you. Okay. I know you well. <laughs> okay. How'd you like the Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings trailer? Oh, I haven't watched it. <laughs> you haven't watched uh, it? No, I haven't watched it. I haven't watched the trailer. I've seen clips of it. I've seen him, like, fighting whoever, like, doing that jump split. Mm-hmm. In the on the train or the the or whatever it is or the bus. I don't. Is it a train or a bus? It's I don't a know. train. I, it's a I train. Think. Okay. I, no, I it's a bus. Not... It's a bus. It's a bus. Sorry. It's oh, a it's a bus. Okay. I haven't watched it. I I don't know why I haven't watched it other than just like oh let me just be cool and just relax and just not you know like you know like oh my god let me find out what this is you know it was just like oh I'm gonna just hang back and I have not watched it yet. It looks sumptuous that movie looks like it's gonna be incredible um yeah it, it looks like it i mean what i've seen looks like it looks good it looks like he's doing the stunts so that's always good it's not like a iron fist iron fist exactly <laughs> kind of mess which was just like oh nothing's gonna like it could have been so much better as far as Iron Fist, it could have been. I mean, it's. I mean, this guy could have been Iron Fist. Any number of of Asian actors could have been Iron Fist, and they went with what is it, Finn, whatever his name is. But anyway, the little bit of the trailer that I did see, it looks like it looks good, and then and everyone's reaction to it let me know that they're everyone's excited for it. So that's a good thing too. So what's up? What? Nothing. I'm putting the ball in your court. What do you want to talk about? Oh, what do I want to talk about? Do I have anything to talk about? Not really. I'm well. I mean, there's all kinds of things. They're just not like super duper like important things. Like I'm really, really glad that school is almost over because I'm tired of monitoring my children 
on the computer. I'm just yeah. over the I'm over the process of all this stuff. I'm just over it. I mean, like this. <laughs> I just I really just I really want to get to June and July where I don't have to bother them the way that I've been having to bother them as far as school is concerned. Mm -hmm. And so that's, you know, I'm, I'm glad that it's spring and I'm glad that May is almost here because it's only a few more weeks left. And then this shit is at least over for a little while. However, there is a good chance that they're both going to be home again next year or next school next year. year yeah next school year if if they don't do anything if if they don't uh clear younger kids for the vaccine there's a good chance that they're going to be home again next year i just can't i don't i mean i think if i lived maybe in a different state with more people feeling like more people were going to take the vaccine I might feel different mm -hmm. but it feels like people are I mean I live in a fucking red state you know this is fucking Trump country mm -hmm. where I live even though like my neighborhood may not be but the state is and I just can't trust these people to do what they're supposed to do as you know I don't want to trust other individuals to do what they're supposed to do and in keeping my children safe it's just like the way you keep them safe is they're you know they need to be home they don't need to be around strangers and risking people you know thinking that oh well I'm vaccinated I don't need to wear a mask that kind of shit. Like, yeah. I think that's what's irking me too, is like you have people constantly saying, well, if you're vaccinated, how come you need to wear a mask? And it's just like, because kids can't get vaccinated. Like, number one, kids can't get vaccinated. Then there's other people who have different allergies. They can't get vaccinated. There's people who are immunocompromised. They can't get vaccinated. Like, there's all kinds of different people who cannot get vaccinated yet. You know, or at all. That's why you still wear the mask. And this just this constant questioning or telling people, oh, well, you shouldn't wear a mask if you're outside and all this different kind of stuff. It's just like, you know, it's safety theater and stuff. It's just like, that's also frustrating too, because it's like, well, why wouldn't you wear, like I get not wearing the mask outside if the only place you're going to go in the day is a park. Like you're going to get in your car, you're going to drive to the park, you're going to walk around outside. You're not going to be in anybody's face. And then you're going to get back in your car and you're going to go home. But so many people just go places after they go to the first place. Why insist that people shouldn't wear a mask? Why do you want people to put it on and take it off and put it on and take it off? Just wear the fucking mask. And then you take it off when you get back to the crib. Or at least when you get in the car, if it's that serious. But just, just keep the mask on. It's not the worst thing in the world. But I think people want, people want signals that everything is okay. Yeah. 
And so it's just like, oh, well, you don't have to wear a mask outside. And it's just like, eh, fuck that shit. Everything's not okay. Like, even if it feels okay, maybe like at your house or maybe in your neighborhood, there's guaranteed there's some other place where it's not fucking okay. And it's not that far from you. And even if it is far from you, like it's, you know, like they said that there was like a whole different uh, variant in fucking India. Because it's like, you know, running through like Tomb Raider. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's shit like that. It's just like, fine, you know, shit may be how it feels here in the United States, but it ain't perfect. We're not at that point yet where you can just go wherever you want to go anywhere in the world. And so why not just wear the mask instead of being, you know, instead of not wearing the mask and then somebody saying, well, hey, you need to be wearing your mask now because here's this new variant. It's all crazy. Oh, my God. Just wear a fucking mask. Just it is what it is, at least for right now. It'll be, you know, just wear the mask. It doesn't have to. It, it just continues to awe me that people believe the kids can't get COVID. Mm. I don't know if it's because Trump spent so much time avoiding talking about COVID that when he finally started talking about COVID, he only talked about adults. But remember, a little less than a year ago, around this same time, they were saying that COVID only affected the elderly. Yeah. So then young folks were out like, we don't care about the old folks. Like, they can fucking die off for all we care. We're going to go out here and get our party on because it's spring break or whatever it may be. It took like another two or three months for them to say, you know, adults can get it like uh between the age and they tried to say between the age of like 18 and 45 are susceptible to getting covid as well and then people didn't want to believe it because at first you said it was only old folks but at no point do i remember them actually really saying kids can get it i know that there were stories that popped up in the news for a little while about kids in new york getting covid mm-hmm and uh, little babies getting COVID or whatever it may be, but they never actually confronted the fact that kids can get COVID. And so now you got all these kids at school and their parents, some of them don't believe that they can get, you know, can get sick until the kid comes home sick. And then it's like, well, I never saw that coming. Sure. How this kid gets sick at school. Why is there a super spreader event happening at a school? Um, What exactly is this? Why is my child sick? Y'all said that they'd be safe if we sent them to school because kids can't get COVID. And then they find out that they can. And am, am I wrong? Like, honestly, I mean, of course, you'd be honest. There's no other way that that. Well, I'm, I'm sure you've lied to somebody before. Just don't lie to me. Just be good to me. <laughs> but do you remember a time where they actually said, you know what, y'all stop fucking around. Kids can get COVID. You, what I remember is just 
the downplaying of it or it, it was there was a I feel like there was a down a, a there were a group of people downplaying it as far as children were concerned and then but at the same time people were closing schools so it was hard to know what exactly was the what exactly was the truth you know and i know some of that is just science you know you something new pops up you have certain amounts of information and this is the information that you have this is what you put out only to find out later okay we were wrong about this or we didn't have all the information now here's this new thing so there was that which should be fine but I think the problem with all of the natural things that happen as far as science is concerned is because we had a fucked up uh, government as far as information was concerned. We still have a fucked up government. Government is still fucked up. But just having Donald Trump at the helm with so many different people willing to say whatever the fuck he wanted them to say. Mm-hmm made any information that came out whether it was accurate you know whether it was as whether it was as accurate as it could be at the time felt fake felt like a lie you know so it might have been they really did think that kids couldn't get it because they really you know the data wasn't there yet but it feels like it was just a lie. It feels like it was just them downplaying it. It feels like it was manipulation. And then you later on, we find out that motherfuckers in the CDC were saying things and were downplaying things. You know, again, you know, motherfuckers who weren't scientists were taking stuff that the scientists were saying and trying to manipulate it and change it. And so, yeah, it, it does. Be, I mean, if they, there probably were people who said kids couldn't get it. I felt like, how the fuck do you know? <laughs> and that's why I kept my kids at home. It was just like, uh, you know, my thing was, it was just like, I don't want to hear anything that any of y'all are having to say if Donald Trump is signing off on the shit because he doesn't know anything about anything. So this is like, you know, my thing was like, nah, y'all can't tell me shit. I, mm-hmm. You know, y'all, I'll catch y'all later. And y'all will catch my kids at the crib. If you're lucky. Right? You know, like, I'm not, you know, I was perfect. I, what I remember is just being like, okay, here's this thing. It's really bad. I'm staying home. And we'll figure it out later. You know, we'll figure out who we're going to see when we're going to see them. I have a um I have a party. Somebody hired me to cater their child's sixth birthday party. Mm. And um gonna have 20 people there. And I'm gonna go and serve the food so I can meet people so then I can get more clients and everything like that. That is not something I would have even fathomed doing four or five months ago. 
Sure. Like as little as, even as little as two months ago, I would have never fathomed doing that, you know? Um, And I've seen people who have food trucks, uh, who have pop-up restaurants or whatever else, who are just out there amongst the people, just shaking hands and glad handing with them and everything. And I'm just like, how are y'all doing this? Aren't y'all worried? Like, am 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 I wrong to be this worried? Or are y'all just like scoffing in the face of the future? Sure. That's that's what I think that's the part that makes this hard, this time hard. Because on the one hand, you could think that something's wrong with you for being uh cautious. And on the other hand, you could think that something's wrong with them because they just look flippant as far as the situation is concerned. And it's, but it's just, it's like all you can do is just uh, do what you think is best for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, wear your mask where you wear your mask. And, and people should mind their business as far as people wearing the mask where they wear the mask. That's what I think the, the biggest thing because that's what that's what the critic it feels like there's criticism for people wearing masks than people not wearing masks when the whole thing is like at least if you're wearing a mask if you are sick you're trying to minimize people getting sick if you're not wearing a mask and you just want to be in people's faces and stuff and it's just like you look kind of you know but you know those people aren't getting you know criticized as much as the people you know there's all these stories about like not wanting you know not wearing masks and and all this different kind of stuff and it's you know fake not fake but virtue signaling and Mm -hmm. you know look at you you're so high-minded wearing your mask but you don't really need it you know kind of thing and it you know it's sucky because i feel like the people who have been doing what they're supposed to do have been taking the brunt of what this time is of being isolated uh feeling like they can't go hang out with their families and their friends and you know because they're trying to keep people safe and then being criticized for trying to keep people safe you know they're doing what they can you know, but the other motherfuckers get to go, you know, but everybody else gets to go run around and go to the club and do this and do that. And sure, they get criticized, but it's just not the same thing when the New York Times is basically saying all y'all are virtue signaling, you know, you know, going, you know, while you're, while you're, you know, wearing, look at y'all wearing your mask. You don't even need it. You know, like nobody's making articles about motherfuckers going to the club like y'all motherfuckers. Oh, look at y'all going to the club. Spread super spreaders. It really, over the past four years, it really hit me just how shitty some newspapers, some media really wanted to be. And I think that I'm I'm not going to say because of Trump, some of them were free to move about the country, but the New York Times, they got off a lot of shit in the past four years. It was just like, yo, how does this work? Like, Y'all sound real racist right now. <laughs> like, y'all sound bad. Um, and they always put it in the opinion section. You know, we can yeah. see what 
the, the opinions of somebody. But yeah, y'all sound real bad. Don't talk about white lives. Ooh. So I talked about this on Unburdened. And I'm going to ask you. Okay. In Oklahoma, mm-hmm. do they have unions? Yeah. I mean, yes. I'm pretty sure. Well, I know for a fact that there is a electrician's union. Okay. So I know that. I know that's a thing. And so I assume that there's different unions for different things or whatever, trades and and whatnot. Okay. This guy um, decided to run for the president of my union. Mm. Um, Black dude. And his campaign is built on the fact that Literally, his campaign is built on the fact that all lives matter. Oh, no. And that he promises that if he's elected, we will not use the money of the union to um, promote racial justice, such as Black Lives Matter. And that we will not um, denigrate or single out the white people um, or the Republicans from Mm -hmm. the union and make them fearful to be a part of the union because all lives matter. And he pledged to bring that to the forefront. And so I called him and I was like, you're black. I saw your picture. And he was like, yeah, I'm a black guy. And I was like, why are you building your campaign on the backs of Black people? Mm-hmm. Like, explain that to me. He was like, well, I know I'm going to lose some Black votes for what I said, um, but I'm okay with that because white people need to know that because the person who's in the presidency right now is a Black, a, a black woman. Um, mm the white people need to know that there's somebody who's willing to stand for them. And I was like, but okay, I hear what you're saying. I don't like it, but I hear you saying it. How can you put something like this and then think you're going to have, how do you think the black folks are going to expect you to stand for them though? And he said, I'm not worried about the black people. Mm-hmm. Um, which then it hit me that he's anticipating that there's probably, which he's he's likely right. I don't know. I never actually looked at the demographics of the folks who work where I work that are part of the union. Mm-hmm. Um, but that there are more people who are secretly and maybe mm-hmm. not so secretly against the idea of Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Um, then there are people who are for Black Lives Matter. And so he's probably like the end, you know, I'm the, the I'm, I'm okay with losing this small group if I can court this large group. Yeah. And that's how a lot of people move. That's, I mean, that's how so many people move politically that they could, you know, they could choose something to benefit the whole or at least, uh, 
focus, you know, you know, talk about how this thing that benefits these others, seemingly benefits these other people, benefits everybody. But instead, they they go for the white people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the, you know, you know what it is. It's it's a uh, Bernie Sanders constantly talking about the working class, knowing or not knowing that there's black people who are working class. Mm-hmm. It's but it's like you know, but talking about how the Democratic Party has lost the working class. When it's like, but it's black people who are voting Democrat who are working class, Bernie. What are you talking about? And so it's it's that. It's like you're trying to, you want white people, you know, <laughs> but you won't say that what is that's what you want. At least Bernie Sanders isn't saying that he wants white people, but this guy clearly is saying, I'm here for you, white people. I'm here for you. Put your head in my chest. You know, let me let me be your savior. Yep. Let me be your magical Negro. I will be your father figure. Put your tiny hand in mine. And I was like, you know, I'm I'm disgusted. I'm I'm disappointed. He was like, okay. <laughs> and I had to like at some point when you talk to people like this, mm-hmm. well, me personally, at some point I just start to laugh at their audacity. Like, it's just like, it goes from anger to just the chutzpah, you know, the absolute temerity to just say, I am basing, I am betting not only my my campaign, but also kind of my, my, my reputation for the future on the fact that white folks are going to support this. Remember, a few years back where uh, the dude was running for office out in Minnesota and he his campaign was, let me be your Negro. Let me be your nigger. What the hell was that dude's name? It was Kyle something. It's the same thing. This dude is, he isn't playing a dangerous game because again, he's got the odds in his favor. There's white folks on his Facebook page who were just like, man, finally somebody's speaking the truth. And I had to tell somebody like a few years back, yo, if you're, if you're, um, I think his name was Kyle Green. Um, if you are saying something and the only folks who are supporting you or who are crowing back at you and saying you're right are people of a different race, then you're probably not right. Sure. It was Kyle Green. Yeah. 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 I remember that. He was bad. He was really bad. But yeah, sorry. You were saying sure. But no, I was just saying, like, I mean, what happen what i've noticed that too and this is mostly about with twitter is like if if a woman says something and it's like only dudes who are agreeing with her it's just like yeah you've said you might have went down the wrong road you know so i feel like that's something similar as far as like if you're black and the only people that are siding with you are other white people you have gone down the wrong road 
but they never see it. Or they're just like, I'm okay with it. I just, I just can't be okay with it. I don't know. Like this dude, and that was back in 2018 that he did that. Where he was like, um, he was running for a house seat in uh, Minnesota. And he was like, we need to unify as a society and we need to stop dealing with trivial matters. Um, and so he was like, I'll, let me be your nigger. Let's see, we have video? Yep. Hi, I'm your neighbor Kyle Green. I'm running for District 18A State Representative. I'm not asking for you to vote for me as your leader. I'm asking for you to vote for me as your public servant. The primary duty of a state representative is to protect all the rights of his constituents. I want to be your state representative, I want to be your public servant, and I want to be your nigger. Oh my God. I want to be wow. I feel like we, pro- we probably we probably oh, we talked. Oh, we I know we talked about this, <laughs> but I do not. I do. I mean, like I really do not remember this. I don't remember this at all. Like I probably just blocked it out. But that's. But man, that's so. It. You know what that is though? Is just like that conditioning, of living here, in America, and and basically thinking that somehow white people need help and that it's your job to help them. And they're, you know, anytime they're critiqued or, or anything, it's just so hurtful to them. And we're so mean and bad and black. And you have to show yourself to not be mean and bad and black and everything. Just like, look, I'm just like you. And it's just like, no, those people hate you. Mm-hmm. They hate you. And that's the, that's the other thing is when you know, white people will rock with you until you do something that they don't like. Oh, yes. And the moment you do something that they don't like, they will sneer at you and gnash their teeth and tear you apart. Once you show them that you're not, you know, once you stop showing fealty to them. Mm-hmm. But I just don't, it's just like, it's amazing that some people just, it makes sense that some people haven't learned that lesson or haven't come across that kind of situation yet. And then it's still kind of just like, wow, really? Like, how could you not? How could you not have learned this lesson? You know, what are you, you know, what are you missing? Where the but, fuck were you when we were having this lesson? But it, but then it's just, but, some, but you know, people are perfectly fine blaming people, mm-hmm. you know, for things that they shouldn't be getting blamed for. He didn't win the election, by the way. Thank God. He didn't even come close. (laughs) It doesn't matter how much you want to sell out. You're still a nigga. And that was the bottom line in Minnesota. He came in. He got 650 votes. Yeah. He voted as a, he ran as an independent and then he just faded into the darkness knowing that he sold his soul to a bunch of white folks who didn't want to fuck with him. 
Like how you have to be really aware that people don't want to fuck with you in order for you to just throw a Hail Mary like that. Like you've had to have run out of all other options to be like, this is what I'm going to do. And your weed carrier should have been like, that's not a good idea, dog. (laughs) If you do that, I can't fuck with you anymore. I don't want to talk about um, the trial. I don't feel like it fixed anything. That's fine. That's fine. I didn't watch it anyway. Yeah. Oh no, 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 Lord, no! I didn't. I didn't watch it at all. I because I fully expected him to be not guilty. Especially they. So here's my thing. I got activated uh, at my job to go and work in headquarters uh, for two weeks. And for the entire two weeks, they were showing that on one of the big screen TVs, but they had the volume down. So I didn't hear anything, but I saw it. Sure. And so, look, yeah, no, I'm good. It's the same old song, just with a different name. It's always with a different name, but the beat never changes. The lyrics really don't change, except for the title. This time, the title was George Floyd and 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 Derek and Derek Chauvin. Next time, it'll be somebody else. That's all I'm going to say about it. And I'm definitely not going to talk about uh, Makia. Yeah. Um. So while you've been sitting at home stranded, have you seen any good movies? Do you watch any shows? Do you watch any TV? Have you seen The Circle? No, I haven't seen The Circle. Oh, my God. Skip season one. Go straight to season two. Oh, wow. Okay. But but no, I haven't watched The Circle. I've been watching a K-drama that's about a Korean-Italian mafia dude. Ooh, that's on Netflix. Yeah. Who is uh, trying to find, you know, he's trying to get uh, some gold that has been buried in a building, but also fighting like a a giant uh, medical corporation that's basically like killing different people to like stay in power. I think I added that to my list. I think I did. What's the name of it? Vincenzo. Vincenzo. Yep. Yeah. I added that to my list. So yeah. Oh but yeah. Been wa- been watching that and it's good. Is uh, it is it um is it what? In Korean or is it in like is oh, it no, subtitles it's in or is it just um it's subtitles? I mean it's in Korean with subtitles. Okay, cool, cool. That's what I'm looking yeah. for. Yeah. I've found that um things get lost in translation when you just have English talking over. Uh, oh yeah. It's not a dub. No, it's not. No. Okay. It's not because you're right. It does get, whoa, it can get really, it, 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 it does not, some stuff does not hit the way it needs to when it's uh, dubbed over. Probably because it's just, it's white people talking. It's like listening to white people talk, but you see like, a different race of person talking and it's just like this don't match like just give me the 
give me the regular actor saying whatever they're saying. Just give me the English subtitles. Mm-hmm. Like, if y'all don't want to read, that's cool. Y'all are missing out on a lot of great things by not reading the subtitles. Sure. But yeah, that's good. What else? Oh, just been watching old movies. Like, we watched Jerry Maguire. <laughs> uh, uh, we watched we watch that thing you do. Uh, yeah, Sorry, like we've been, me, me and my husband have been talking about uh, Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack shooters, making jokes about that. And yeah, just watching old movies and just hanging out. Oh, we watched Cougar Town. And I had no idea Cougar Town was as racist as it was. What is Cougar Town? Cougar Town was the sitcom that Courtney Cox from Friends, she mm-hmm. made a new show. She made, you know, she got her own show. And initially, Cougar Town was about, I think, a 40-something recently divorced woman, you know, basically hanging out with younger dudes, being a cougar, you know? But somewhere in the middle of like either the first season or the beginning of the second season, all that shit went out the door. And so it was just basically about this woman and her friends, you know, that all kind of lived in this cul-de-sac, you know, basically getting into shenanigans and hanging out with each other and drinking wine. That's basically what happened. And I think Cougar Town is where like all the wine drinking that kind of started happening in the 2000s i think that's uh ground zero of like women like just like drinking wine and hanging out with each other because that was such a large part of the show i'm blaming cougar town but yeah really racist there was a character uh named Lori who was played by busy phillips and so she was constantly talking about how much she liked black dudes constantly like ended up like had a black boyfriend who was in the military and was talking about how much she wanted like his like she said something like when he was on top of her it was like being engulfed in something that you know that was dark or whatever like the shit was racist the shit was really fucking racist (laughs) but I had no I did not remember it because we watched like maybe like the first or the second season and then we quit watching it. Then we picked it back up again and finished all six seasons. And yeah, the shit's racist. It's a mess. I don't. I've never, and I don't think I ever. Will. So are you saying that it's racist, but are you just saying it's racist? Like, are you saying racist? it's racist, but it's a good show, so we power through it? No, because it wasn't even really, it, it wasn't even really, you know, it wasn't all that good of a show. It wasn't great. Because there were parts in it. <sighs> like, some of it was funny. <laughs> no, when it, when the character, when that Lori character, oh, no, it, no, it was racist. Because this is the other part of it. So, there was a uh, a white woman and a Cuban dude. And they were married. And she would make fun of the dude for not speaking Spanish, not being able to speak Spanish. 
and talk about how she didn't want her child to speak Spanish. Like the white lady was talking about how she didn't want her part Cuban child to speak Spanish. Cause the, cause the whole thing took place in Florida, you know? So of course there's Cuban people there and yeah, it was racist. The stuff was racist, but we just kept like foolishly kept watching it, but we were already so deep into it that it mm-hmm. was just like, is this really as racist? Like, is, did we miss this? Did we not catch this at the time when we were watching it? And clearly we didn't, because I did not remember it. I did not remember just the little remarks and stuff. But yeah, definitely, definitely racist. And the people definitely had a drinking problem. Like a serious, serious drinking problem. Okay. By the way, I added you to... uh the hindsight review of Jerry Maguire and that oh, thing okay. you do to somebody okay. is going to have to, I, I have forgotten even put it on the list, either one of them, but now that I remembered because you told me, thank you, because I need to talk about how fucked up Ari Spears was, Ari Spears was in that movie. He was a horrible brother. Oh yeah. He was terrible. He was the worst. <laughs> He was. And I no, because we watched it. And, you know, there's the part right, uh, you know, right before, you know, Cuba Gooding Jr. has that triumphant, you know, whatever and everything after he catches the ball. Mm-hmm. But, you know, right, be- right before that, uh, you know, because his, his character's name is TP, yeah. I think. So TP says something really shitty. And then Regina King, you know, basically loses it on him. Yep. And it's like, get out of my house, get out of my house, and like kicks him. And then when I watched it, I was just like, man, did she like, you know, I'm wondering, like, did the director tell her kick him, or was it more like improvised? Because she kicks the shit out of him. Like she fucks him up, telling him to get out of her house and everything. And so it's just like, I was just like, wow. But yeah. Let's see. Hold on. I'm I'm really gonna look because she did such an awesome job in that movie. I thought that she was just amazing. Uh, Regina King was really pregnant during the filming of the movie. That's one thing. Um, But no, it looks like um, that was was scripted. That kick was a part of it. Okay. Okay. Because, yeah, it just looked, it looked so organic, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's, I mean, I guess that's acting, duh. But it was just like, oh, wow. You know, like, it just felt like she, it felt like it wasn't like, I'm just imagining, you know, some white dude telling her how to react. And I feel like it, I was, I guess I'm putting more of it on her as an actress in the situation than being directed to do the, the react the way that she was reacting. But you know, it might have been it just it they didn't talk about it sure you know um i'm looking on imdb and at they have not mentioned it as of yet as i'm scrolling down it does say damon wayans was considered for the role of rod tidwell that wouldn't have worked out well but yeah fuck that dude like oh my god i was so like, yo, nigga, how are you just cracking jokes at a time like this? Like, and they're not even jokes. They're all mean-spirited. 
statements. It's just all snide, the, the stuff that you're saying. Like, ugh, ugh. The whole movie is just, I mean, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. A really good movie. But it's just really didn't, like, Jerry Maguire was a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Only good person in the movie was actually, uh, only good man in the movie was Rod Tidwell, so. <sighs> okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you got anything else? I want to say no. I want to <laughs> say no. But, I mean, there's bound to be something that I could make up. I was, um... Oh, I got, a, I got a new tarot deck. Oh, for real? My, my, yes, I got a new tarot deck. My uh, mother-in-law went to New Orleans. Okay. And she took a picture. It was, it was, I mean, it's not that great of a story, but she took a picture and it was like a bookshelf of tarot decks. And I was just like, oh, cool, tarot decks. You know, because I don't know what she wants because she just mm-hmm. texted it to me. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, do you want one of these? And it's kind of just like, okay, sure. And That's so, dope. And so she, she got me a tarot deck on her trip and I used it and segue into on Instagram on at Shantae Fabulous and at brush pins and tarot cards, all one word. I am going to attempt to do a weekly uh, tarot pool where I will do one card for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then one card for the weekend, you know, to kind of practice and, you know, basically do tarot stuff for other people without necessarily feeling like they have to pay me to do it. Cause I don't always feel confident being paid to do it. People have paid me to do it and I appreciate them doing it, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely just trying to just put myself out there as far as tarot is concerned without any kind of monetary attachment to it, I guess. So you're going to do a Instagram live. No, I'm just, you know, pulling cards on a Sunday to talk about the next, the coming week and then posting it on Instagram. Why don't you make it into a podcast too? I don't think it would go on, would go on long enough for a podcast. Girl, I have literally listened to one thing about making new podcasts. I was scared to venture out into Twitter again after the debacles with single simulcast, but making Ratchet mm-hmm. Book Club and starting a Twitter page and and meeting all of these book reading people mm-hmm. was eye opening. Also eye opening to me was finding out that some people literally have four minute podcasts. Oh wow! Right, there's no like, reason that's why super you can't. Short. But that's what some people need. If they're in it for, t- if folks need to get tarot if people want to hear their tarot read is that how you say it tarot getting their tarot read sure if people want to get their tarot read or they want to hear something they want to get a horoscope or they want to do something like that something in that range of space they don't need an hour and a half to get it done they only need like whatever amount of time it takes you to get it done so why not make it a podcast you might be reaching somebody who may not have instagram but they may have a subscription to single simulcast and they might need to hear it. 
That's true. But right now, I don't want to make a podcast. I feel you. Not for that. Nah. I'm. I'm, and I'm not saying that to uh, sound like I'm pandering to you or or or. Um, I forget what the word is. And again, pizza with the hole cut out the middle of it. Um, but when you are ready, I think you'd be fantastic at it. And I know that there are people. Um, I know that JV has his uh, JV Reads the T. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably in that same film or that same uh, place of space. No more calligraphy? Oh, I haven't done it in a long time. You sound so wistful. Because I think about it, and then I just don't go in the back where all my pins are into mm-hmm. it. You know, because a lot of because a, a lot of times the kids are back there because they're doing the school stuff. That's where mm-hmm. their school desks and stuff are. I will pay you to make me a calligraphal version of the title Ratchet Book Club. If you ever do it again. If you never do it again, I'm fine with that. But if you ever get started again, mm-hmm. let me know. I, I, I got monies. Okay. And I made the Ratchet Book Club logo on Canva in like four minutes because it was a stopgap. But now it's just there. Mm-hmm. Your work was beautiful. Yo, how's Korean? How's learning Korean going? Fine. It's going fine. I kind of stopped fucking with my books because I was just like, oh, I don't want to put a lot of these books. Fuck these books. But I still, you know, but like I said, I still watch Korean dramas. I'm still listening to the music. And so, you know, I'm still catching things mm-hmm. that I normally, you know, sometimes I can look down away from the subtitles and still kind of hear what they're saying yeah you know like catching little phrases and stuff it's just like oh somebody's talking shit oh somebody said what'd you say somebody said what's wrong you know those kind you know like little things and you know and and sometimes i even think even though it's not korean sometimes i think i hear other languages differently than i used to Mm -hmm. since i've started learning korean it's like maybe those languages also have those similar sounds like french and spanish have the same uh, yeah yeah like the, like I hear you know stuff sounds clearer than it used to where everything just sounded all kind of gobbledygook you know now stuff sounds like individual words mm-hmm. where uh, yeah like I've come across uh, I've come across different things like on TikTok like there's all kinds of different people teaching languages on TikTok and you know, they'll, they're trying to teach you how to say different phrases and stuff like that. And I can repeat some of those phrases when they're saying it back to me, where it doesn't sound, it doesn't feel difficult to try to say stuff back or whatever. Like I can't use it or whatever. And it's not like I'm trying to learn Japanese or, or Thai or something like that, but just hearing it. And then they're like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Repeat back, you know, repeat after me. And I'm like, like, blah, 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 blah. You know, it doesn't, you know, where before I would have, wouldn't have been able to pull that up. I wouldn't have even thought that I could repeat some of that stuff. And I think that's because I've been learning Korean, that I've acquired different sounds 
that may not have been in English, but may be in other languages. And so I'm hearing stuff differently. Okay. By the way, the word that I was trying to think of was patronizing. I'm not trying to patronize you. Word. But in regards to your podcast. I do. Yeah. You know. I just you are destined for so many awesome things. And you're doing so many things that it's like, okay, like as soon as you You are doing like 15 different things excellently. And because you're doing them all excellently, there's no reason to stop and focus on one of them. But when you focus on one of them, you're going to be incredible. But you don't have to. I appreciate you saying that. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. But you don't have to focus on it because why? (laughs) Like why (laughs) stop and focus on this one thing when I can do all of these things? So I'm just like, you know, when, if you choose, like that's an option out there. Even if, you know, it never happens in my lifetime, (laughs) it's still an option. And, you know, you'll rock it. Um, Mortal Kombat comes out on Friday. I'm looking forward to seeing that. I imagine that it's going to be really, 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 really gory. It's a rated R version. Yeah. Yes. Like I saw, I saw a tweet or something about Louis Tan. I think yes. it was Louis Tan who said that he stumbled onto a fatality set or something and got sick. Like I, I might be making that. I might be making that up. But I was, you know, I'm talking, you know, I'm talking to Jarman about it. I'm like, man, you know, what's got to be really fucked up whatever he saw because it's not even like you know the cgi whatever it is it's just you know that we're gonna see on it's just it's just you know it's just the syrup and whatever you know whatever chunks of whatever they might have and it's just like you know it's gotta be bad so. i can't wait i've waited 29 years for a good Mortal Kombat movie. Not 29 years. When did the initial Mortal Kombat movie come out? Maybe 1993, 1994. But I've waited patiently. And I feel like, you know, a lot of folks, 1995. So I've waited 26 years for a good Mortal Kombat movie. And so I will not be going on Twitter. I will not be going on Facebook. Because I don't want other people's, oh, this movie was this, that, and the third, and to shade my idea of what this movie was. I want to enjoy it for myself. Sure. Um, And after I get done enjoying it, I'm going to let other people enjoy it by not saying anything. We'll probably do a review of it on Why So Serious. But I'm not looking forward to getting on Twitter and being like, this was tight, but this was not, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. Because we've all waited so long for this. It's kind of like, it's kind of like when Black Widow comes out. Oh, wow. On Disney Plus for Marvel. 
It's a different kind of, we've waited so long for this sort of thing. Black Widow isn't like Mortal Kombat, where it's like bated breath, like, oh my God, it's finally going to happen. Black Widow is like where... You've been on the toilet for like 30 minutes. <laughs> and you know that eventually you're going to shit, but it's just not moving. And you just feel all the rest of the stuff just backed up behind it. But there's just like that one piece is just like plugging up everything else. Black Widow is plugging up the rest of the Marvel pipeline. Oh, and, no. And I just want to get it out the way so then we can get to the rest of these movies. Like, they're showing us Shang-Chi. They're showing pretty soon the Eternals are going to start coming out. They've already said that the script, the uh, filming of Doctor Strange 2 went wonderfully. And they are all sitting waiting behind Black Widow. That's so unfortunate. Well, it's not unfortunate. I mean, it's what I think sucks for uh it sucks for scarlett johansson's character and how she could have been a bigger deal you know before scarlett johansson started talking about how she's you know all her mess and everything but i feel like before that she could have had we could have got a cool origin story that could have come at the right time and then she could have died and then it would have been like oh man we lost black widow where it's kind of just like you know, when we lost Black Widow in a, what is it, Endgame? Wasn't it mm-hmm. Endgame? Yeah, when we lost Black Widow in Endgame, it's kind of just like, eh, who cares? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should have been Hawkeye, you know? Yeah, very much <laughs> like, so. You know, it's just like, uh, nobody cares. You know, because especially like they kind of, you know, the misuse of her character with, with Bruce and just, they just really didn't create much emotional connection and so now we're getting this origin story and it's kind of just like i mean it 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 really does feel like what you're what you're saying it is it's just like kind of in the way and once it gets out of the way we can get on to bigger and better things yeah we all deserve it like this shouldn't have taken as long as it has for this movie to get out the way (laughs) (laughs) Like, they should have put this out (laughs) before Disney Plus even decided to start doing premium movies. They should have just been like, all right, fine. We're putting, um, we're not even going to put it straight to stream. We're just going to put it on, like, Voodoo. Like, you can buy it if you want to. But you, (laughs) the thing is about Black Widow is that no matter what the fuck they do, it's going to sell. Oh, yeah. It's going to make billions of dollars. Like, no matter what they choose to do with this movie, they could put it out on Showtime. Fuck it. They could put it out on Epics. And it would make billions. Like, people subscribe to Epics immediately just to see that movie and then cancel their shit. Because it's a connector between the third phase and the fourth phase or the second phase and the third phase whatever phases they're in i forgot now with marvel this is the connector people are like i don't even want to watch the fucking movie but i'm scared of what's going to happen in the after credit scene right like what yes like what is this connection how are they going to you know who's going to be you know 
you know, what characters are going to be introduced or, Mm -hmm. you know, new care, you know, old characters who are going to be part of this, you know, how does this all fit into the whole narrative that has been going on, you know, since the two thousands. If I'm Marvel for like every movie that comes out from here forward, if, if we're only doing streaming and then we're doing, you could do theaters or streaming, I am making sure that nobody posts the after credit scenes on YouTube. Like I'm deleting those as soon as they come up. Copyright, copyright, copyright. Because if somebody sees the after credit scenes of Black Widow and don't have to go to the movies to see Black Widow, then I think that's the only thing that would affect their money. Because you're right, people don't care about Black Widow. They don't care about Black Widow or Hawkeye. But we care about who might show up care about the taskmaster being there you know he's gonna be a big villain probably going forth forward in all these other marvel movies so just get her out the way (laughs) it comes out in july i think okay and so once she slides out the way they'll probably have her next movie will probably come out in like September. And then they'll be able to do Doctor Strange around November. Mm-hmm. That'll be cool. Just get her to fuck out the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, so, uh, you know, Captain, what is it? Not Captain. Falcon and the Winter Falcon Soldier. Falcon the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Falcon and the Winter Soldier tomorrow. Do you think you're going to be satisfied with the way it ends tomorrow? No. No. Okay. Why? Only given it six episodes. I mean, with with Wanda Vision, I mm-hmm. felt like it had a fully fleshed out mm. story. Like sure. everything that needed to be done was done. I feel like we need more time with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, with Carly and her folks. We still I'm wondering if um the person that we saw in the previous previous episode, and I'm trying not to spoil anything, um, mm-hmm. but I'm wondering if the person we saw in the previous episode is the power broker. I'm thinking mm-hmm. that they are, but at the same time, we don't know for sure because they didn't say that they were for certain. Um, right. Now we only got one more episode. They suddenly pop up in the second to last episode. So now we only got one more episode for them to really make their presence known or whatever. It just feels like things are just going to suddenly happen. Okay. And I wouldn't be surprised if the last episode ends up being like an hour and a half long. Oh, okay. Just to try and fit all the rest of this stuff into it. I mean, they they probably won't do that. But at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if they did because there's a lot of stuff that they're bringing in that they're introducing. And the other thing that I thought of is maybe they're bringing all this stuff, introducing all this stuff without planning on resolving anything maybe they're just mm-hmm. introducing stuff that'll be entered into the movies right you know so i'm fine with that too but i just the viewer in me and that's again where i'm mad at black widow because falcon and the winter soldier was supposed to flow into a movie Mm-hmm. The same way WandaVision was supposed to flow into a movie. 
And by the time those movies get here, all the mystique of what happened in those shows, I'm going to have to go back and watch it again to refresh myself on, okay, what happened during this show that's supposed to flow into this movie? I do like the show. I love the writing. Um, I love how they're trying to confront racism. I like uh, I, I like the last episode a whole lot. Um, but I just feel like it's it's half baked, and I, it needs more time to set before it's going to become something. And I'm just like, okay, that was that was nice. That was really nice. What do you think? I mean, so far I'm enjoying it. I'm definitely, you know, I look forward to it every week and everything and trying to dodge spoilers and stuff. And I think what I think, I didn't think about how short it is compared to uh, WandaVision. Because I think WandaVision was like eight eight or nine episodes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so with this one being six, it totally, what you're saying totally makes sense that it might, you know, stuff might just happen. And maybe I think one of the things is hard to figure out it because we're just basically going through it, you know, presently is how a shorter or longer season will reflect or affect uh, the larger story. Like, you know, a few movies from now, a few shows from now, we may tell ourselves, Oh, it was probably good that they only did the winter soldier like this. You know, but we won't know it until later. Or we might find out years later, oh, man, they should have made Winter Soldier way longer. They could have did this or that or whatever. But we won't know it until everything is kind of, until we're further along. So I guess I'm just, I don't know if I'm going to be satisfied or not. Because I kind of don't know what's going to happen. Because like the last, because the last episode, the way it ended and with the character who showed up, almost felt like the cliffhanger episode you know like Mm -hmm. the cliffhanger the cliffhanger season uh finale you know where you don't know what's going to happen with this character coming back and everything like you know it just you know you don't know who this character is you don't know what's going to happen but you'll find out later you know when the next season comes so i don't i'm 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 curious what's going to happen tomorrow and how they are going to end it because it's hard to tell which way they're going to go because it does feel like a lot of it feels like some stuff is resolved so yeah i'm curious if this character is the power broker or how it's all going to work out yeah it i don't know there's too much like with and we got like i said try not to but with the court martial and all that kind of stuff like and I, I really did think that um, the sidekick was going to, uh, we would see them longer. Sure. Oh, no. that, was a, that was disappointing. Right? <laughs> that was just, that was just, like, as soon as it happened, it was just like, oh, there we go. Look at, look at who's being sacrificed mm-hmm. for the... For the character development of mm-hmm. <laughs> Exactly. So I don't know. It's it's just two steps forward, one step back sort of thing. Okay. But at least we're taking steps forward. 
So we'll see. Um, golly, it's been four months since them niggas climbed the wall. Well, three months. And tried to take over the uh, fucking capital. Never forget white people. Um, go never, ahead. And, ne- yeah, never forget. I'm never going to let them live that one down. Like, yeah, y'all talk about this, but y'all motherfuckers climb walls to try and take over the capital and shit. Like, y'all can't say shit to me. Anyhow, Shante, you usually don't, but let me check because it's been a while. You got any shout outs? Uh, you know what? Shout out to uh, the scientists and doctors who make vaccines. Mm-hmm. That shout out, shout out to them. You're the real MVP. Who, <laughs> who are allowing the cautious, uh, the more cautious of us, to feel a little bit safer getting with uh, our families again? Shout out to them. Thank y'all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Um, I don't know when we'll be back. <laughs> I don't, but we put <laughs> enough shows on here that it's just like y'all should be good. But um, I, I just, I enjoy having the opportunity to talk with Shante. Um, and so whenever she's ready to have another show, we'll be back. Uh, in the meantime, she will be showing up on other shows. I mean, we it don't stop here. <laughs> I mean, we have other podcasts that we do. Um, and actually, it won't be Shante who will be there uh, with us on Hindsight next week, but it will be Jarman because we're doing the program. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> and I can't wait for that. So that'll be interesting. But Shante, you know, I love, I love you endlessly. And um, whatever you're doing, just be great at it. Whatever you decide to focus, like when you finally make calligraphy hate, (laughs) I can't wait because it's gonna be in Korean script and it's really gonna throw people off because then you can write, go fuck yourself in Korean in a really nice calligraphy and send it to white people with like glitter on the page and they're going to hang it up on their wall at work like it's art. Oh, wow. Ooh, the money to be made. That would be awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just, oh man. Cause I'm just sitting here thinking like, oh, I make the thing, I make the money, it's all pretty. And then, you know, that random Korean person comes by and it's like, do you know what that says? And it's off to the races. It's like those people who get, you know, some type of, you know, Chinese writing on their mm-hmm. arms. And it's like, you know, it's basically a Chinese food item or something, but they don't know it until someone Chinese says, yeah, that says Kung Pao chicken. <laughs> I just think it would be great. Like if they, I mean, the chances of them actually hanging it up at their job is far-fetched unless it's like, I mean, it's not, they might, they might really do that. Like, look at my art. And it says like your breast smells like shit. Um, yeah, no. That would be, be great. <laughs> With like gold glitter on the page and all that kind of stuff. My friend gave it to me. Are they though? Are they your friend? <laughs> but yeah. Y'all have a wonderful day. Shantae, you have an amazing day. It's always a pleasure being around you and talking to you. 
and um, we will talk with y'all later. Y'all be good. Peace. This is Single Simulcast. Don't know by now that you slipped.